The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host. John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? It is Tuesday, which is such a great day because it's the John and Wayne show, baby. Wayne, how we do it? Boom from the cannon. We're doing really good, man. <laughs> hey, it's two days to the draft. Two Gosh. more days to the 2023. Hold on, I got you. NFL draft. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. I I will say this. Three days for the 49ers, John. (laughs) Yeah, right. Three days for us. There are just certain, like, songs. Like, the NFL, whenever they would do a draft song, like, on the NFL Network. Like, and so they'll have another one probably this week. Every time they come out a commercial or whatever else. I, like, I freaking can hear a song and say, oh, that was the 2016 draft song. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the sounds and, you know, you just played that tone and it's just like, whoo. Warms my soul. Just like, ah, oh, I freaking love this, man. This is That's awesome. Cool. We're going to have a lot of fun today. Uh, last week on the John and Wayne show, we did offensive draft bets. Today, we're going to do defensive draft bets where Wayne's going to give his player that, you know, in our three bunches, right? We got three third round picks. We got three fifth round picks and we got five, sixth and seventh round picks. We're each going to put our claim in on a guy that we think the Niners will get at each one of those spots. We're going to talk some quarterback action. We've got some other bets I want to share. Shout out to all the hashtag CC. Uh, we even got some BC going on. What's up, Mosquito There's the BC. Yeah, there that's what is. I'm talking about, Mosquito so, Wayne's hashtag is the Brady Brady, the bunch, right? Yeah, Breezy's, Breezy's bunch. bunch. Yeah. I wish I was a part of the Brady's bunch. <laughs> and so if you haven't yet, in the description of this show slash audio whatever, you're going to see a link to Wayne's show. Make sure you go hit subscribe. Show up to his live shows, which are a lot more fun than mine, I want to be honest with you. The energy is just level 20. Um, and then hit him with the hashtag BB over there. So we, we are all about supporting each other. And I'm going to be on his show Friday. Oh, actually – are we yes. doing a Friday morning? Hell, hell yeah, we doing a Friday morning because we're going to recap what happened on Thursday. What do you mean? All are right. we doing a Friday morning? What I, I, kind I just, of question was that? I don't know. I don't know. It's a bad question. It was. It a was bad a terrible question. bad question. It was the <laughs> terrible bad worst question I've ever heard in my entire life. Sorry, we're John. doing it. We're doing it. We're doing it. So, all right, let's talk about quarterbacks. Not, I don't want to do the whole Trey Brock thing. That's not what I'm interested in. Aaron Rodgers gets traded out of the NFC to the AFC. And man, you know, we, we've said this lots of times. The Niners are the like, most favorite team to make the playoffs. And a lot of it has to do with the way the NFL is built currently, Wayne. Like, all of these stud quarterbacks are now in the AFC. And the NFC is just 
mediocre at best. Um, what are your thoughts on just the NFC quarterbacks? Like, who is the best? It, probably Jalen Hurts, but outside of that, it's just a bunch of guys. It's just a bunch of guys, right? Um, I, I would say this. It would be Jalen Hurts and Brock Purdy, but he happens to be injured. Because because what Brock Purdy brings to the NFL is kind of like what Breezy brings to the podcasting content game. It's just fun. You, 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 it, it, it's going to get done. There's no script. You're going to run a different way. You're going to throw at a bad angle, but you're going to get touchdowns. It's all about productivity and production at the end of the day. And Brock Purdy did that, and he won games. So I think if Brock was healthy, he would be number two in the NFC. But after Jalen Hurts, there's a big drop. It was Aaron Rodgers. So let's let's talk about it because it would have been, to me, slightly Hurts. Actually, I think Rodgers still would have been number one. I'm sorry. I got to respect the old guy. Uh, he's still playing at an elite level. But if Aaron Rodgers was still in the NFC, he would have been one. Hurts would have been two. And if Brock was in injured, he would have been three. So with Aaron shifting, though, over to the AFC, um, interesting right because it makes it it makes the situation for the 49ers that much easier it's like hey man we ain't gotta rush brock back and we could rock out with trey and if trey ends up something happening we got sam and then there's these other quarterbacks could would you put geno smith in the top five of the nfc how about we go through it pull up the list let's Let's do it let's do it okay and yeah i want to get to this question a little bit let's start with this question bro montana he says looking at the nfc and rogers leaving do you think seattle or green bay could take a quarterback in the draft with their capital green bay no i don't think green bay they're going to ride with love and it's going to be either he hits or they completely rebuild so i I don't think green bay is taking a quarterback i don't know john i i got a different philosophy i i I don't think that I, – I get that they're going to be all in on love, but this will be his final year. He's going into his fourth year, uh, and they haven't fifth year – they ha, they can fifth year option him, I guess. I don't I don't know if they're going to, but they can. That's a big number to see if he's going to produce what they need him to produce to pay him that much money. But why not draft a quarterback? It doesn't have to be one of those top guys, but what if somebody falls like a Hendon Hooker or one of those guys to where mm. they can go and grab another guy? And Hendon Hooker wouldn't change much. He might actually even be a better prospect. No disrespect to Jordan Love. I'm just saying if I'm the Packers, the team is – they're building the team right. You're going to build the team and then rock out with the young quarterback, you know, for as long as you can. But why not get another young quarterback? Don't pay him and then get another young quarterback in there where it's cheap and you do what the 49ers are doing. I'm telling you, the 49ers are setting trends left and right in the NFL, yeah. bro. Everybody's not only copying, you know, the plays, the coaching staff, the players, the front office. Like you could just go on and on and on, and like it's everything. So I'm, I'm trying to look up online what the odds are for what position the Packers are going to draft. Here we go. So these are the, so a quarterback is plus eight thousand odds currently. I have no and, idea what that means, John. Okay, so basically, if I was to bet. Five bucks, I would get back four hundred. Okay, so it's it's basically eighty to one. Okay, 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 okay. But whatever. Um, so like you know, they're favored to get D lineman or a tight end or a wide receiver. I really want them to go wide receiver. Me too. Like piss off Aaron Rodgers because they never did it while he was there. Not not a once. Now the difference is when we talk about Seattle. Okay, 
Seattle's interesting to me because of Pete Carroll. This is like Pete Carroll last year. I thought it was tear down rebuild mode. Pete Carroll said, nope, nope, nope. Don't think so. He psyched our brains. He did. He really, really did. Now, if you look at the odds for Seattle, defensive lineman has the best odds. Quarterback has second best odds. Okay. So I think it's, it's, I'm pretty big on them getting Jalen Carter. I think that's what they're going to do. Um, but, but yeah, I don't want them to get Anthony Richardson. I really don't want them to get Anthony and Richardson. So do you think Pete Carroll, who's the most unpredictable head coach in the NFL when it comes to things, he's so unorthodox, right? So it's like, with the Pete Carroll we know would draft defensive studs late and find these picks late in the draft and they blossom into like all pro guys. Does he do that and shake the room and go Anthony Richardson early? I hope not. I, I wouldn't because I think they if they believe in Geno, now that deal was I don't think they ambiguous. believe in Geno, bro. It was kind of a one year deal. It's kind of a one year deal, bro. Mm. I don't know, man. I don't know. Oh, what's up, Devin? The man. Uh, it was awesome hanging out in Chicago. The, the guy says, what's up, boys? Thank you for your contribution. Been a bit since I've had time to catch a live show. Hit that like, share, comment. Thank you so much, Devin. Uh, you up, are Devin? incredible. I appreciate it. So here we go. Wait, let's do this. Let's go through the NFC quarterbacks, and let's figure this out. So All right. I think Hertz is one. Is Hertz there is any... one. Then there's a group of guys. So I'm going to say a bunch of names. and. Uh -huh. I... And I think you Derek tell me Carr who, would be in the second tier, right? That's how it, bad it is. There is no first. Like Dak, <laughs> Stafford, Carr, Cousins. Like where you want to put the 49ers quarterbacks in there. Like I, I don't really care about where the 49ers quarterbacks fit currently. I'm just trying to demonstrate NFC is trash when it comes to quarterbacks currently. Who would be your number two? I, I think Dak would be. Dak Prescott would two. be number two. Yeah. Only because Brock Purdy is injured, though. I'm telling you, if Purdy, like. If he wasn't injured, he would easily be the number two guy. Then maybe Dak. So I got Dak. I'm cool with Dak. Maybe Derek Carr would be three or Kirk Cousins would be three. What's up, Jax? Yeah, yeah. What's up, Jax? How you doing? And and like two, you look at it. Brock beat Dak in the playoffs. Brock, Brock beat, beat Geno in the playoffs. In the playoffs. Like yeah, it's, it's it's not it's not arguable. Like it's it's a non-argumentative statement. Like I'm I'm telling you, Brock would be two. He's just injured. So let's leave Brock out. And so then, like, Trey Lance would be in that tier with, like, Taysom Hill. <laughs> and he's not even the quarterback there because now it's Derek Carr. But that's mm -hmm. what I'm trying to say. Like, yeah, it's bad. Lance would be at the bottom, bottom. And which... now I will say this it does seem like Bryce Love is going to be in the NFC. Um, he seems the overwhelming favorite. No way I'm or... putting any of them rookies up there no. yet. No. Clarzard says, why isn't Jordan Love getting the trade treatment uh, because he sat behind Rodgers? Uh, well, he did get it a couple of years ago. He was labeled a bust and whatever else. And, you know, but that time came and gone. And Rodgers, the more he opens his mouth, the more Green Bay people just got so damn sick of him. Um, <laughs> he became they an got infection. Yeah. yeah. He became a plague there, yo. Poor, poor, yeah. poor Green Bay. Poor the city. But listen, they're, they're probably celebrating right now. Because uh, they moved on. Oh, and... Every Packers fan I know um, I, that I've talked to is they're very happy. It was I time. can't believe what they got. I thought the Jets overpaid. Um, yeah, because Rogers I, probably only going to play one year, maybe two. I know that's the that's the rumor that's out there, like the one year uh, rental. But listen, for for Salah, you know, to to me, I, I think the Jets are 
the favorite in the AFC East. And now I know people are gonna be like, "What about Buffalo and all that type Man, of stuff?" I, it's I don't feel it. I I just I feel it. I mean, they got Rodgers. They got a great defense. I would say that the Jets' defense is better than the Bills' defense. Hmm. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I agree. But with the that. Bills will be getting back Von Miller, so that might change things up a little bit. It's going to be a interesting. Tough conference. That's yeah, a tough. Patriots conference. ain't making the playoffs again. I, Not I, again. That, that, they're they're going to be the worst team in that division. Unfortunately, I mean, it is what it is. But they've done it for consecutive twenty plus years, so it's time for them to. Yeah. You know. I, I love it. Bobo says Geno Smith had one g- good year. That's it. Can't in his career, in though, five. Bobo. In his career. But that that's the thing. Who else are you going to put up there? Uh, Cousins, Stafford, Dak, Hurts. That's four. You got to get. You got to add Geno in there. The Geno would be the fifth. Money wise, he's he's there for sure. Uh, l- real quick, again, let, let's go. Kyler Murray, no. Um, Baker Mayfield, no. No. Ritter, no. Um, <laughs> it's bad. Fields, maybe. I don't know. His. You look at his numbers; they're not great. They the weren't great. Stats are incredible, but they got to learn how to win games. He's got to stop taking sacks and turn the ball over. Uh, maybe you put Goff in there. Um, Possibly he doesn't he, have a quarterback. Daniel Jones. Uh, they have Sam Howell, and no, I I did a we on our podcast that we did, John. Man, we got trash bottle commander fans. Why would you draft a quarterback to them? <laughs> we got <laughs> Sam Howell. We're all in on him. I was like, okay, be my guest. Be all in on him. Be Ugh. be all in on who you can be. <laughs> What's good, Marty Mar? Uh, yeah, but, I, 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 I keep seeing this too, David. He says, I could see the Packers drafting the tight end, uh, Kincaid. It makes so let's a lot talk about that because we got trashed on that too. I think I chose Kincaid to go to the pack to the Packers. And David says that he can see it happening, and then I got trash. Why would we draft an injured tight end and blah, 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 and all the blah, blah, blah. Listen, look, he's still a problem. He could still be a problem. He has some back issues going on. He didn't work out. He didn't do his pro day. But he still can be a – I don't know if he'll be a second. Maybe he falls to the third round, you know, mm. maybe there not a go. first round pick. Yeah. Uh, Devin says Packer fans are over the move with this trade. Um, I do think the Jets overpaid. I think they underpaid. Ooh, there we go. Um, there we go. There we go. And I'll, I'll say this too. Like Packers, they draft weird as hell, man. You remember they lost the 49ers blew them out of the NFC championship in 2019. They come back. They trade up for a quarterback, draft a fullback and a running back with their first three picks <laughs> after they got freaking boat raced by the 49ers. They went three offensive players that didn't even play for a year and a half. So any Packers fans want to come at us about, you know, anything with the draft, talk to your own GM because uh, you guys are just an absolute mess. That's all I got to say. David, what's up, man? He says, Bob just said Pete Carroll lost to a, all three of our quarterbacks that I can't stop. That's right. Yeah. Because first game, Trey Lance started it, and we were up whenever he got hurt. Yeah. Then Jimmy came Jimmy in and handled out. business. Mm-hmm. We were at the game in Seattle, the Thursday night game. Brock won. Brock did his thing. Then we were at. I was at the wild card game when Brock did his thing too. You, I mean, we were there. So mm-hmm. yeah, they we own those guys. It, the The problem was at Seahawks. The problem was Russell freaking Wilson. He was the issue, and we saw what happened because we were at that game, too. Uh, it was the worst game I've ever seen in my life. Worst game I've ever <laughs> been to in my life. Okay? Not only were we in the mile high. like yeah. it- Football season may be over, but the action on the floor is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or fight for home playoff court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. 
Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. And Prize Picks even offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players get injured. For basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player projection won't count against you, and the rest of your entry stays live. There's lots of bets. Stephen Curry, over 27.5 points. Draymond Green, will he make one three-pointer? Or no? Very easy things to bet. Download the app today and use code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the Prize Picks app today and use code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. It's tough. Oh, man, it's a lot. Oh, what's up, Coach Cruz? The man, thank you. He says, what's up, fellas? Shout out to Miss Chapman and her trip up north today. Yeah, I was talking to Wayne right before the show. Um, the lovely Miss Chapman is in, um, yeah, East Bay area today on a job interview. And it, from what we talked this morning, it's going extremely well. Uh, so we'll see here. Keep your uh, fingers crossed there. It would be awesome to be in the Bay area. Um, I've wanted to get there my whole life. It's just been a journey. Um, all right, so. Let's transition here. Let's talk about these 49ers defensive fits, these bets that you think they're going to target. We're going to cluster this. We're going to have a third-round pick. You get one, I get one. Who? This is who you would bet, defensive players only. We did the offensive episode last week. If you want to go check that one out, you got to pick one. So I'm going to turn this to the chat first. If you had to say one defensive target that the 49ers should get in the third round group of picks, who would you want to stake your claim? Defensive players only. And by the way, I will say this, a little plug here. If you think you know what the Niners are going to do, over on our Patreon, we are doing a competition, a 49ers rush draft challenge for a Brandon Ayuk jersey. Everybody gets five guesses on who the Niners will draft. Whoever gets the most correct gets an autographed Brandon Ayuk jersey. Uh, that's for Patreon members only. That's already posted over there. So uh, if you haven't joined our Patreon yet, just type in 49ers and Patreon and Google. We're the first one that pulls up. Go hit subscribe. We got a seven-day free trial. Go check it out. It's going to be fun. And we're going to have a Sunday 5 o'clock Zoom hangout uh, to go over the draft. So there you go. That's there too. All right, wait. Take it away for me, my friend. Who okay. will the 49ers target in the third round? So round three, they're going to target. Um, Oh, shoot. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping he's still available, but they're going to target Edge uh, Byron Young. I believe they're going to target Edge Tennessee Byron Young. Um, That, to me, if, if he's available, if he happens to sneak and fall his way into that third round at 99, it's almost going to be identical to the prior draft when Drake Jackson fell. They didn't expect him to fall, but he was right there in, in that second round, and they were able to snatch him up. I think I'm hoping, uh, if you listen to what John Lynch said, and this is something that John Chapman and I have been talking about, uh, if you pay attention to anything that we say on the shows, that we've been saying that this draft has a lot of depth and a lot of the positions 
One of them happens to be edge, especially if the 49ers are looking for a specific type of edge rusher, like a guy with some speed that can win with speed on the outside, which is what was part of that 2019 formula. And you hear a lot of them, how can they get back to the pass rushes? They asked Eric Armstead, how can you get get back to that pass rush? Not that your defense was bad, but how can you get back to that elite pass rush from 2019? Hey, the answer is D Ford, and unfortunately he can't play football right now. He's not playing football for the 49ers. But the thing is, you you could go grab a speed guy or a couple of them. Byron Young would be my guy. Yaya Diaby would be my plan B. Yaya is my plan B as well. Look at that. I freaking love it. And speaking of amazing things, Jack. Jack. She's the best, man. She says, hey, Wade and John, let's have a great show. Nothing but love for you, girl. You're incredible. Uh, appreciate your positivity all the time. It uh, it makes a difference, especially for us on this end. So you make such a big difference for us. So thank you, Jack. Uh, you are incredible. Now, all right. So we're getting a lot of questions here. I, I think Byron Young, you know, there's two Byron Youngs. There's but- one from Alabama. He's a defensive interior. Met him at the Senior Bowl. But the guy that I was in, uh, you know, intrigued with from the Senior Bowl was Byron Young, out of Tennessee. Edge. Yeah, Big Papa says is Byron Young's hand fighting uh, good? Uh, just a question. It's not. Uh, no, it's that's not. not what he wins with. He wins with explosiveness. With explosiveness, yeah. The, the get off. I I think it's speed, man. Um, he has a great get off. He's not a hand guy. He's not a Nick Bosa. He's not a tactician. He's not any of that. He's speed. Uh, he doesn't have the high production as you probably want to see from edge rushers, but I don't think they're looking for the number of sacks. They're looking right. for a specific skill trait that they don't have to teach. You can't teach speed. And he ran, what, a 4-4 something in the 40? 4-4-3? You can't yeah, teach four, that. 4-4-3. Four, four, <laughs> it's lower body explosiveness. Broad jump, 98th percentile, 38-inch vertical. I mean, he's got it all. It, here's one of my favorite things about him. The dude was a kick returner. And starting defensive end <laughs> in high school. What the hell? Like, it doesn't make sense, man. He's like, he's a kick returner, um, which which is just awesome. Um, we've got a question here from David. Great uh, he question. Says, what are you? I'd love to know your thoughts on the cornerback. Syracuse. Williams, Syracuse. Syracuse got some guys this year now. They got some studs. Running backs, like, cornerbacks. They got some studs. I think Garrett Williams is interesting. 5'10", 192. And so there's certain positions the Niners target thresholds with height and weight. Corner's one of those. And I think it's going to increase. You know, six feet, 200 pounds is what they want. But Wilkes likes taller corners. So 5'10", that's interesting for me. Now, his change of direction's elite. You know, I've got a fourth-round grade on him. He is a little bit lighter, shorter arms, small hands, all those kind of things. But he, he is he's a fun player. Now, here's the question. He tore his ACL in 2022, halfway Correct. through. Um, so uh, you're, you're going to have to see. Uh, you're going to have to see. Now, again, my truest measurement for any corner in this class is how did they play against Charlie Jones at Purdue? He played pretty damn well. Um, it, early on, uh, Garrett Williams held him down pretty good. But uh, late in the game, Charlie Jones just took the damn game over and that dude's so good man am i crazy on charlie jones nah man he he can tackle man he he don't he don't miss i well, know that's bad i'm sorry my bad my bad uh I, I i think i messed up there uh charlie jones the wide receiver at purdue oh uh, purdue yeah yeah sorry about that sorry about i'm that. thinking that of the linebacker from uh who is he from georgia oh yeah 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 uh georgia tech georgia tech is that thomas charlie thomas yeah I yeah think. yeah um 
the Charlie Jones blend you together like, at this point, man. Can can my thing with Charlie Charlie is is what's his ability? Can he get open? And 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 that's my only issue with him. Yeah. Um. When you play now, now is that an issue in Kyle Shanahan's offense? Because Kyle can scheme you open. That that we don't have a guy like him, and the Forty ers have never drafted a guy like him. I don't think that they will draft him. But I just want him. Like is that like you know what I mean? Like he's just one of the guys that I'm just like I bet on him. I like okay. I I see what he does. I'm going to find a way for this guy. Uh, but I think other teams will value him more. Nick, he's got a guy. He says, "I want Jartavius Martin. Can you tell me why, John?" Um, I this mean, I could tell you why. Yeah, go ahead. This is you take it away. Uh, I, I mean, you get a guy that can play all five DB spots and and play him well. So he could play free safety, strong safety, nickel, corner, corner. Like like like. And the crazy thing is, when you look at Syracuse film. You're looking at Sydney. I mean, when you're looking at Illinois' film, you're looking. They got the same colors. <laughs> you're looking at Sydney Brown because he's the, the the guy, right? And then you look, and there's Jartavius Martin there, and then they got the cornerback there. Like they just had a really good secondary. The rest of their team was just, eh. they just couldn't get it going. I think they lacked at the quarterback position. They had great pieces on offense. Uh, Chase Brown was there. I thought Illinois was an overall decent team, but they were just playing too many dominant teams in the Big Ten, and they just didn't have it. But they have some big players, and they finish big. Jartavius Martin is probably my top, one of my top five safeties. Uh, that's what they got him labeled as. But, again, if you're looking for a nickel, if you're looking for a guy that can tackle, Jartavius Martin is hitting all the spots, uh, in my opinion. Yeah, I like it. I love it. I love it. And, you know, I'll, I'll say this. Like, he's going to be on every team's board. You want a safety, he's on your board. You want a nickel, he's on your board. You want an outside corner, he's on your board. Like, I think he's going to go a lot higher. I I, I, you, I have a fourth-round grade on him, but I think he goes mid-third round. I think that's just about his spot. Now, my player that I'm going to put my bet on in the third round is cornerback. I'm going corner. Like Corian uh, Bennett. I freaking Maryland. love this dude. He is the fastest dude. He's just so fast. True 4-3 speed. Uh, state track champion in so many different events. He's just fun as hell. Uh, 5'11", 195 out of Maryland. I, I just see him. He he's went a with a 5'11 crush. guy, huh? Yeah, he's a little shorter than I liked, but the speed is just stupid. Um, yeah, I like him, man. I, I really do like him. Yeah, you, you don't get you don't get any pushback from me there. Uh, I'm just a little bit concerned about his height uh, and his size. I feel like with like a guy like uh, uh, Tomlinson, he he might be five eight, five nine, but he plays like six three. I don't know if you understand what that means, but he just plays bigger. Jacorian does have the speed. He's not going to be running straight lines all the time. Uh, guys are route runners in the NFL, opposed to just fly routes down the field. Will he be able to keep coverage? That's one of my 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 uh you know things about him. Kind of like downgrades to him. Can he keep coverage? Can he keep staying on those guys? He will have safety help. Is he good in zone? Uh, he's probably better in man. So we'll see. Uh, but that's a great pick. I mean, look four. What was his speed? Four two three four something. Four fast. three flat. Like <laughs> four three fast. oh. He was yeah. fast. He no. was second past DJ Turner, I think, in the forty. Yeah, it's, yeah. He, he's a speed guy. You know, another interesting one. I like this, Oscar, before we jump to the fifth round. He says, would you take a flyer in the third on a guy like Andre Carter II from Army? Um, he's a, a project question. that can be dangerous. 
he's interesting because you look at him, 6'6", 256. I mean, the dude's a monster. But you look at him and <coughs> – sorry. He's got a ways to go. Like, he's not – he looks like John Chapman. Like, he doesn't look ripped out of his mind or whatever. Like, being in the Army is going to be different because you're not just lifting weights all the time. You're doing other stuff, functional strength. So he's got a lot of that. Discipline's great. But this dude is – you're drafting Andre Carter for what he's going to be two years from now, not what he is now. He needs yeah. – you watch his film, and it's just weird. The whole time I'm like, what is what is happening? Right. Uh, I, I don't put know him, if I would risk a third – uh, yeah, possible sixth if he's available. He probably won't. There's going to be people that like the traits that John just mentioned from him, and they can work with them. Uh, but for the 49ers, they, they need specific types of players, in my opinion, man. Our team is one of a kind, and if we can get uh, those players with those specific types of skill sets, particularly on the edge. Look, I like the bigger edges, but I don't think we need them. I feel like we got, a, we got like four or five of the big ones we need some speed in my yeah opinion. and you know oscar just to go back to this play strength <laughs> thing <a> Navy. <laughs> uh <laughs> i love it he did 11 reps on the bench press which for the edge position is the lowest ever in the history of combine it so, could have been just a bad day could have been a bad day it just it matches to the way he looks but i'm saying again not that he's got the frame for it he's just got you're going to have to develop nfl strength he's not at that point currently um, so uh, that, that's kind of where that is. Um, here we go. Another question. Alberto, what's up, man? He says, got a question for you guys. Do you guys really think that any of the players that get drafted will have an immediate impact? Um, Kyle doesn't like to play rookies. So uh, how many of these guys got 11 picks? Do you that's think we're going to have any, Alberto. any starters I, week one? We had two this year. I can tell that Alberto listened to John Lynch yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> Because no, I mean not seriously. Because that this was one of the questions, kind of like sort of asked about drafting players and how they don't draft players to redshirt them. You know, they draft players that they feel like could come in on day one and 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 win out a spot. I call that boot. I wanted to say BS, but like that that to me is that's the theory, and it's kind of like how you want it to be, right? You want to draft players that could come in here day one. I. At the end of the day, I still wouldn't be surprised if we use all 11 draft picks. I know people feel like we're not, and I get it. I'm cool with that. I'm, I'll am i be happy to move up. Uh, but, look, I, I did an exercise yesterday about, you know, draft rounds for the 49ers. It kind of like their money round, and it goes to the fifth round. It's unfortunate. I mean, they have – it just goes to the fifth round. They had some really – a couple of good seventh-round picks, a few third-round picks with Fred Warner leading the way. But the fifth round is just like that money – freaking round and so i'm like damn they need to stay out of the sixth round and they need to stay away from the stay away from the fourth round right so stay away from the fourth round and we're saying to ourselves damn we we need we don't have a fourth round pick which is awkward because i'm saying to myself john the probability of them moving up to me is less than the probability of them moving back and i think they might move one of those third round picks drop down into the fourth round and and if a guy falls on their board so yeah. To answer Alberto's question, eh, to me it's just all it's all a frick freaking crab shoot, man. Uh, honestly, uh, when it comes to what these picks are gonna do, they are there. John Lynch said that they're expected to start. We all know that Kyle Shanahan doesn't like to play rookies. No, he doesn't. <laughs> and you look at the rookies that he has played; it was all because of injury. Spencer Burford last year ah. got hurt. You go back to Elijah Mitchell, his rookie year; everybody got hurt ahead of him, right? Um, so Samuel Womack was the exception. Womack, that dude 
That was incredible. Well, he started they, off really good, and then Diamadur Lenore said, nah, son. Took it. Took it. <laughs> it's mine. Gotcha. Uh, Dave Chappelle, a uh, little yep. gift right there. Um, gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, I left the other word out. That's okay. All right. Before we get to the fifth round, I need to hear from you guys. Who is your fifth round defensive target that you want? We're going to hear from Wayne. We're going to hear from me. But real quick, word from our sponsors at MyBookie. That's right. My bookie is back and we have a whole betting segment just for the NFL draft. If you want to bet NBA playoffs, that is available. If you want to bet draft stuff, NFL futures, we got you covered. And over on our Patreon, we released a whole bunch of draft prop bets that you can jump in right now. And the odds are changing all the time. We're going to have more and more of those released throughout our episodes and on Patreon. All you got to do it's just click, if you're watching this, click on the QR code right next to me or go to mybookie.ag. Use the promo code 49ERS49ers. That's going to give you the deposit bonus up to $1,000. Now, rollovers apply. And if you have any questions, please check out their website. They explain it perfectly. But these guys are trusted. They're the best in the business. We've used them for years. The partnership, we help each other out. This is a product I believe in. Any bet that I endorse, I use my own personal money for that. And it's easy to get money in, easy to get money out. No matter what you want to bet on, they've got everything over there. So head to the best in the business, and that is my bookie using promo code 49ERS49ers for your deposit bonus. And, hey, Rack up, make the draft an even better experience. You don't have to bet a lot. I don't bet a lot. A lot of my bets are $2 to $5. Make it fun and enjoyable, and that's what we're here for. Bet anything, anytime with my bookie. I just uh, posted my second round of bets over on uh, draft prop bets over on our Patreon. One of my favorite draft props right now is Joey Porter Jr. under going under 19 and a half picks uh, because guess mm. where the Steelers pick 18. Steelers pick 18, 18. Uh, he's not getting past him. Not getting nice. past him. No, so, he's a Steeler for life. He's going to be a Steeler. Uh, he was born man. into the Steelers. So he's going to be a Steeler. I really like, I like him way more than other people do. Um, I, I, I really like the way he plays, man. Um, yeah. I'm excited to see what he's going to do. What's up Mel? How we doing? Good afternoon. Breezy and John. What's up? What's up? All right. Hey, so man. here we go. Fifth round, Niners currently have three picks. And as you said before, this is where they hit their home runs. Who is your defensive locked player? Uh, I see other people throwing their names out there. We'll go through a couple of those. Who is your fifth round defensive target, Wayne? So I went cornerback here. Uh, and as you know, I like the versatile corners, right? So I went with Starling Thomas, the fifth here. And if I can't get Jartavius Martin, this is, the, this is Jartavius Martin B. Right, so he could play. He's a cornerback, nickel guy, can play outside, can play both safeties. He's a versatile piece, great tackler. And I don't think we talk about the safeties. Their number one job is to be able to know how to freaking tackle. So, what made Jimmy Ward really great, right? I know everybody was like, Oh, he didn't get enough interceptions, but he made sure he tackled if he didn't get kind of like ookie duked on a route or something like that. He made sure he was there to tackle. But Starling Thomas the fifth is my fifth-round pick, John. Oh, I like that. Starling Thomas the fifth, fifth round. I had Croc on, uh, Eric Crocker, about a week ago, and I asked him to watch him before he jumped on. And Crocker liked him. I liked him. You like him. He's a rush-crush guy. I'm so big on him. Now, 
I think that he will go later because he does have injury history. He's got two Correct. ACL tears, Correct. but his last ACL tear, I think, was in uh, 2019. So he's got three years playing since that's happened. Um, he's just fun. And once you get in the fifth round, I don't mind some of these players with injury histories going off the board. I think this is where they should go. But uh, he's a fun player. Very, very fun player. What's up, Sean? Appreciate the gift, Betty says, I know it's a slim chance. Do you think there's any way we can get Garoppolo back? Uh, no, I don't. Um, I think, I really do believe Shanahan and Jimmy G don't like each other, like at all. I don't <laughs> it's, I don't think it's that a, they like It's each not other. even a fun fact. It's a nah. fact. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, do you guys think Kyle Shanahan would possibly move Ayuk and Trey? I don't think either one of them. Um, because again, why would you move away from Ayuk if you've got all these young quarterbacks and you're in a win now window? Trey, if you are going to move on Trey, now ain't the time. Uh, you've got to figure out what happens to Brock before you move on from Trey. So it, I'm a big Trey guy. I don't think that's a smart move. I want to keep it with Trey. He's cheap. There's no reason to move on it. His value's at an all-time low. So I, I'm I'm big on I'm no on all those. Uh, you agree, I, Wayne? I mean, I I hope that they don't. Uh, I don't want them to, but I mean, there's always a possibility. I think the one thing that I like to do is I give the, the the small, slim chance of something happening. And so I don't think Trey Lance will be traded now. N-O-W. I, I, his value isn't what the 49ers are probably looking for. And hey, man, if they can win with Trey Lance, this is a win-win for the Niners because if a team does come calling the next time, man, that, them dollar signs and them, them price tags is going to be really high, as Jesse J would say. So as far as Ayuk, though, I'm a little little conflicted uh, on this one because it's weird to me. To me, Ayuk plays in that DeForest Buckner role. I'm sorry. Like, the only thing different between Ayuk and DeForest Buckner, in my opinion, John, is that I'm hoping he was handpicked by Kyle Shanahan, whereas DeForest Buckner was not drafted by the Shanahan Lynch plan. It was, it was different, and they decided not to spend their premium money on a player that wasn't versatile, right? So that's why they went with Eric Armstead. But they could get a really good bang for the buck. If, John, by any chance, just a small possibility, I do not want Brandon Ayuk traded, so don't put this stuff out there. This is not what I'm saying. But if they give you, if you get a first-round pick in the 20s, let's say it's the New York football Giants. Right, they're willing to give you the twenty-six pick. All right, so you lose four four slots back. I forgot when we drafted Brandon Ayuk, but I knew it was in the first round. We moved up to get him. You get a first-round pick back for Brandon Ayuk. Would you make the trade? Now you don't have to pay Ayuk wide receiver money. You could possibly get another wide receiver. Uh, be young. You could sign a vet. Your vets out there still available. What are your thoughts on that? Like, what if that's a possibility? For me, so we drafted him 25th. So you're getting back basically what you paid for him. There it is. If Brandon Ayuk was in this draft, he'd be my number one wide receiver. This is a very poor wide receiver draft at the top. I would take – and so, okay, let's It would say take we, more than a first-round pick then. It would, but I don't think he's going to get that. And if you okay. do want to trade him, now ain't the time. You got the fifth-year option next year. You mm. trade him next offseason if you can't get a deal done. You still yeah, get but then you're stuck paying him $15 million, though. So but like, not if he gets traded, he goes with that, right? next ah, year okay so but if you did let's just play this out okay let's say we get the 26 pick the 26 player on my board is brian breast uh Brissy, uh clemson uh you've got dewan jones right tackle. tackle uh deontay banks edge i edge. mean there's felix azuma sydney edge. brown dj turner Safety. i'm not taking 
here's my problem. If you trade Ayuk, who's going to be the starting wide receiver? That's my issue because I Jordan Addison, he don't fit the 49ers. You, you, I, I it, like Zay Flowers, though. You think he's going to block like Ayuk does? We don't. We don't. Ayuk didn't block his rookie year. What are we talking about? But that's why the that's why the whole like doghouse hey, and all that kind of stuff. They didn't, came. But my point is, they can use Zay Flowers the same way they used Brandon Ayuk his rookie season. That's true. That is true. It's not a bad argument. I'm just saying, if my focus and my issue with the 49ers is quarterback play, right? So if if yeah. Brock or Trey or Donald or whoever can just be above average. The 49ers are going to the playoffs and making another deep run. But why would you take away a security blanket for those quarterbacks for a question mark? That's my question, right? Yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't it doesn't make sense logically, but football isn't always based off of logic. It's not. And, and so, that's where, like, that's where I get, we, yeah. And we, we act like finances don't matter, and then when we don't sign certain – but you heard John Lynch say we can't keep everybody. And so even if John Chapman – is saying the value will be better for next year. We don't know that. What happens if Brandon Ayuk doesn't make it through the season? Then where does that value go? Yeah. So, like, like there's so many different, to me, scenarios that can play and in, factor in. So do you sell high now while he's hot? Because God forbid something happens, and then you can't sell him, and then you're stuck with $15 million that you got to pay him, and you can't move on from him. And the only thing is he he won't be back, you know, I don't know. It's I, I don't want to trade him. He's definitely the most probably the most valuable piece, one of the most valuable pieces to our offense. Give me another wide receiver that can do what he does. There isn't one in this draft, but you can get a playmaking wide receiver in this draft. Yeah. If you um, if you throw the role and responsibility on somebody else. Right. But again, I'll I'll stay with this. If you got that first round pick, I don't think you take a wide receiver there. No, that's not where it you know. You take a right tackle or an edge guy, and that's why uh, I was saying: is there a right tackle or an edge that you feel could come in here and be a day one starter? Because now we talk about first round pick and first round money. Yeah. Um. Just based on my big board, uh, Dewan Jones, man, he doesn't really fit. He doesn't fit. Doesn't what fit we the do. Niners. He's fits. He's a big guy. He just doesn't fit the Niners. Gosh. Man, that wingspan it, it, is ridiculous, bro. Oh, it's stupid. So Anton Harrison, that's who I would go with. Uh, I like Anton Harrison, right tackle. tackle, tackle. Out of OU. Yeah, yeah he, he played left tackle. Played some right tackle. Transferred from Tennessee. Um, yeah, a- Anton Harrison. I that's who I would go with. Darnell Wright out of Tennessee, uh, who beat him out of that job. Why he did transfer? That would be my pick if he was there. But one of those guys will probably be gone at that point. So yeah, it, and I like this. You know, AJ Brown went for the number 18th pick in a third AJ Brown. He um, put up numbers though. He was a thousand yard wide receiver like every year, except yeah, for one. Yeah. <laughs> it, so I would argue that Ayuk's not as valuable as, as AJ Brown was um, personally, but it's close. It is close. But I mean, that dude had what he had 24 touchdowns <laughs> before he got traded. Um, how many does Ayuk have? If you had to guess, how many career touchdowns does IU have? Does he have? Does he even have ten? He's got eighteen. He's got oh, he's five, got, so five, and 20. eight. He's got almost close to twenty. Got close to twenty. So he's lower on touchdowns, lower on yards, lower on catches. Um, so I, I think the twenty-six pick, I, I think that's where he would be valued at. But uh, I'm, I kind of, I kind of compare him to more of the Malcolm, uh, not the Malcolm Brown. What was the kid from the the Ravens, Hollywood Brown? Yeah. 
Marquise I would compare Brown. Marquise Brown. I would compare him. I would compare if there's a trade for Brandon Ayuk, I would compare it to that and what they got, the Cardinals. I mean the Ravens from the Cardinals. Oh, look at this. Uh, Colin, he says, how about Trey and Brandon Ayuk to Minnesota for O'Neal and Jefferson? Yeah, I would do that trade. Uh, I would do that oh, trade. Oh, really? Yeah, I would do that trade. Je- Justin Jefferson? Yeah, that dude. He, he's, Justin, he, wait, wait, see, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. See, this is why y'all F up the show. <laughs> they're, they're not going to, no way Minnesota's traded that dude. No, no I know, way. but that's not even where I was going. Let's talk about Justin Jefferson on the 49ers. He ain't a good block wide receiver neither. So tell me how the hell he going to fit. No, 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 no. We got to be consistent here. You talked he's about the best wide receiver in the NFL. That can't block. Look, everybody's schemes are different. Everybody get the, get the, get, get it up. Everybody has a different scheme and he fits Minnesota because the way they utilize it. But I guarantee you he's the worst blocking wide receiver than Debo Samuel. Like oh, he's, yeah, I, I agree with that. I do agree with that. And Debo doesn't block. I don't care what anybody says. I don't know why Debo doesn't he's block. He's got a 65.2 run grade. Eh, it's not awful. It's eh, not awful. It's a D. It's, it's a not D. awful. It's a D. Let, let, let's Still talk. a D. This is not happening. So understand, this is just fun talk. Oh, so no, this is fun it, talk. It, it's not happening. I want John to be consistent about his blocking thing. Brandon Ayuk had a 68.5 run grade. They're close. Now again, nah, Brandon Ayuk was everything. way better blocker. Debo P- had a forty nine point three. Yeah, Debo's terrible. Let's not even use PFF. Let's use what the hell we see with no, our I, eyes, because I've never seen Justin Jefferson block. He don't have. There's a difference, but you got to admit the dudes. Is there a better wide receiver than him? No, I no, I didn't. I, I, I didn't. I didn't say that. That that's not what I'm saying. I, <laughs> you you we're talking about forty nine er wide receivers, no block. No rock, or does that yeah. shit get thrown out of the trash? No, 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 no. I think I don't think that he's at LSU. He was the slot guy, and I remember like he he was a willing blocker. He's not like IU trying to fight linebackers this year, but he's it, it's not like I don't have a huge negative on him. Um, there, but the dude has. 4,825 <laughs> yards in three years. Would you rather have Justin Jefferson or Jamar yes. Chase? Uh, Jamar Chase. Okay. Not, Jamar not, Chase, I think, is like how What's his he? blocking grade? Guys, we're having fun. It's Whoever fun. brought up this, Colin, for the yeah, hypothetical. Colin, is, you're is, the best, man. He's the greatest. Right? I, we're just I, having some fun. We do not want to trade Brandon Ayuk, so don't go telling people. I better not read this on Reddit. John and Wayne... Wants to trade Brandon Ayuk for oh, Justin I Jefferson. Don't. I don't. I do not want to do that. But I'm telling you right now, man. Yeah, I would. Uh, what was your question since that? Uh, I just would... his blocking grade, his run blocking grade. I'm just curious right. to know what it is. Uh, 47.7. Yeah, he's worse than Debo. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. But, but damn, I, they'll be they'll be electrifying here, man. Now, if you do trade for Jamar Chase, they're not. All this is whatever. It's not happening. But if they did, like you can't rock with Brock Purdy. You've got to have Trey. You got to have right? Trey Lance. He's throwing Justin the ball Jefferson down the field. Jefferson is quarterback proof. Jamar yeah. Chase is incredible because he's the best fade ball, deep ball specialist since Randy Moss, right? Mm-hmm. So like him and Burrow work because Burrow throws a great deep ball, even though they don't have a strong arm, but it's a catchable deep ball. But see, Jamar I, Chase is uh, j- sorry, Justin Jefferson is QB proof. Here, here's my issue with the 49ers. I, I like how fe- many people are y'all pissed off at this conversation. I I, I don't think they're pissed <laughs> off, but they would leave. He knew it. Look at this. I knew this would be painful. <laughs> he set us up. No, here, here's my here's my here's my 
bickering beef with the San Francisco 49ers. I feel like, John, that Brandon Ayuk has a level that has not been unlocked yet. Mm. I feel like there's a level to his football game that hasn't been unlocked. He came into the league and he flashed what he could do. He could be a deep ball guy. He could run straight routes, nine routes. He can run fly routes down the field. He can run post fades. He can get open, right? We've seen him do that his rookie year. His rookie season, he was almost at 1,000 yards, and we were like, oh, snap. This kid from Arizona State is about to be a problem. And then what happened? They needed to utilize him differently because he had to learn how to block in the run game, and he just couldn't or wasn't or whatever it was. It wasn't in his mindset. And then he ended up in a house named after dogs. Then he comes out and he's probably, is he the second best blocking wide receiver? Can you please pull up Jawan Jennings so we can end this conversation he's on who's the, the best blocking yeah, wide receiver? Yeah, he had the highest grade of anybody. Okay. So I just wanted to make sure. So Jawan had to be, what, a 65? Yeah, he was, uh, I, could, I could pull it back up, yeah. All I'm saying is with Brandon Ayuk, is the quarterback situation holding him back? And that's my question. Oh, it's not it's not showing his run grade for some reason. I Give me so all right, here we go. Um, you know, this is the question for Big Papa as I pull this up. Um, so does Lance or Purdy have the key to unlock Ayuk, in your opinion? So to me, it would be Lance because the one thing that we were not getting we haven't gotten from Purdy or we didn't get it from Jimmy was being able to utilize Brandon Ayuk down the field. If the ball was thrown down the field, it was hanging in the air. They had to go back and get it. Remember Debo Samuel used to do that too. Remember that game in Baltimore? It was like one throw we can remember. And and Jimmy just launched it in the air and it just hung for like 95 seconds. And Debo went up and grabbed it. He just out jumped everybody and came down with the ball. And we we're like, oh my gosh, he can track balls. He catch balls at high points. Pause, pause. I said balls twice. Pause again. But the the thing is, like, I feel like Big Papa that Lance would unlock that next level. We love what we get from Brandon Ayuk. Give yeah. him the ball, he can get open. Running whip routes, he can get open. Scoring touchdowns, he can get open. That's great. Now, can we get him down the field a little bit more? That's the question. I have a mistake to admit. Um I was reading the run grade, not the run blocking grade. I totally screwed up this whole thing, man. I can't even dismiss myself from this episode right now. Uh, <laughs> I'll just have to wait till I get. I, I need a pause break. <laughs> no, no, man, no. Oh. Okay, John, let's get back to the run blocking. This is so fun. <laughs> I'm still so, waiting on your right. fifth round pick. Here we too, go. Yeah, no, fifth round pick's coming. So just let's clear up the wide receiver run blocking grades for the 49ers. Debo is last with a – this is run blocking according to Pro Football Focus only grade this year, 45.3. Ray Ray McLeod, uh, 47.4. Uh-huh. Brandon Ayuk, 53.8. Jawan uh-huh. Jennings, 56.2. Uh-huh. So there so you go. Those so are the Jennings run blocking Jennings was the grades. best. I knew it. Yes. I knew it. Now, do you want me to pull up the other guys, or are you too I, mad at me? I, I No, I'm never mad at you. I guarantee you Justin <laughs> Jefferson is a one. <laughs> oh, let's see here. Where's Justin Jefferson at? You might. Oh, uh-oh. Uh-oh. 63.5, Justin oh, Jefferson. No, they don't even block in Minnesota. Ask Kirk Cousins and Dalvin Cook. They don't block. All right, so I'm wrong. To be fair, he has 355 run-blocking snaps, Justin Jefferson. So... Uh, that's where is that he a is. lot less than what 
Are you cas? 355. I'm sure no, they throw the ball a lot. So I UCAD again, I'm toggling back and forth. 510. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's the difference there. That's the difference. Um, yeah. And so uh, real quick, I got it. I want to make sure I write all of my wrongs. Let me go check the freaking Chase. Cincinnati Bengals because I don't want to put misinformation out there. And I apologize about that. Jamar Chase, Jamar Chase, where's his run blocking grade? There he is. Uh, he has a 56.3. So he, he'll fit. Yeah, he'll fit. He'll fit. He'll fit. Scott, uh, save us. Get us off this topic. Please, God. Uh, thank you for the super chat. He says, hey, John and Breezy, Trey Lance to Daddy Gray book it. They fit together, man. They fit they together. Do. They fit like a glove. Peas they and do. carrots. Peas and carrots. Yeah. Um, my fifth round pick. Is that Yeah, there we go. Corn. Um, Akina Inich Kwuku, uh edge rusher out of Rice. Is it Akina or, or Akina? Don't ask me, man. I don't even know how to pronounce it. I'm going to go with Akina because there's one E, cooler. two N's, opposed to two E's, one N. I don't know. It, it doesn't matter. I'm sorry. No, I'm not a pronunciation guy. It's not my. I'm from Texas. We don't speak English. It's bad. It's just <laughs> you bad. Speak Texas. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I wanted to go into. Uh, I wanted to make a bumper sticker that said, if you don't speak American, get out because my racist family would buy it and put it on there and not understand. I was making fun of them. Um, but anyway, it, it applies. That's, that's what it is. Uh, I, I really like this guy. Niners have met with him several times. He is, he fits to a T and I think the best football is ahead of him. You put him on the tape again, rice, small school, but they played USC and that dude was the best player on the field, not named Caleb Williams. Uh he was awesome. He's a little stiff, but amazing human, on a roll, championship wrestler. Like, I just really like this kid's tape. It, it was fun watching him. So that that's my guy. Uh, Buck says I like Fayoko better. A lot of people like Fayoko. Yeah, uh, he's a local guy, and so I, I get that. Um, yeah, I, I like Fayoko. I'm not sure where he's going to play. I'm not sure if he's an inside, outside guy. Um what was his – let me pull up his – his. Oh, he was an outside guy. Edge. He was an outside guy, but mm -hmm. part of me says, I, I'm not sure about that. Um, 6'3", 276. So he's a stout, stout, a short, edge. stout. And I think he's a 3-4 fit perfect, but Niners like to move their guys around. Do you make him lose weight? Do you make him gain weight? I do not want to go through that prog project ever again. Ugh. Trent Balky yeah. messed all of that up for me. I'm sorry. I don't like it. I don't I like can't, it. Uh, oh, let me see if I can spell his name without looking it up. I-K-E-N-N. -N -N -E oh, yeah. Find this pronunciation for us. C-H-U-K-W-U. I wonder if I can find it real quick. Did I spell it right? I, I wasn't looking, and I'm <laughs> dyslexic. E-N-C-H-U-K-W-U. I'm not a very good host, Wayne. <laughs> How have you not learned this yet? Because it doesn't matter. Just tell me if I spelled it right. Inechuku. That's how I say Inek That's how you say his name, I think. Inekuku. Inekuku. Because yeah. the C H gives you a K sound. But why didn't they just spell his name E N E K? Why I don't know. I, I did I'm not his parent. I don't know. I, know. I so think I it's think awesome. It's... I love unique names. My name's John. It's the boring I'm, I'm named after a damn toilet. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I had to grow up to like Wayne Wayne Doodoo Stain oh. for like 15 years, bro. 
There we go. Yeah, every every single time I saw a porter potty, I knew a joke was coming. Uh, <laughs> so that's you okay. got the porter party. I had the doo doo stains. I didn't have doo doo stains though. I'm just saying that was the joke. <laughs> Good book. Why don't you spell your name W E E N? Oh, that is awesome. I Wait a minute, this. but that's Ween. I'm just saying. <laughs> if this nah, see y'all messing with me. We have gone off the rails today. If man. the C H makes a K sound, that's all I'm asking. Like, why not just put a K in there? An extra, you already got a K in it. All right, shout out to uh, Akena Inekaku. Yeah, I think I that's like how you say it. Now, if you want to hear us mess up even more people's names, Lord we are going to be live uh, day one of the draft. The whole freaking draft, baby. We're starting 10 minutes before the draft starts, so at 4.50 p.m., pacific standard time it's gonna be me wayne and chuck uh i'm gonna be live day two uh gonna have a lot of different people on there wayne's got other stuff to do um i couldn't get them for both days I tried. uncle salty says we're regressing we are regressing all right we let's are move not on. re-regressing <laughs> well let's let's move on all right sixth to seventh round defensive prospects you're late guys um, your late round guys i got aubrey miller jr linebacker out of jackson state Aubrey Miller. I know he only ran a four seven one in this forty, but I his football speed. He can cover. He can cover. He's a cover guy. He's a cover linebacker. I know we kind of like have that in and a Dre Greenlaw, uh, but it's not like Greenlaw was extended for a long time with the Forty ers But listen, I think this kid could come in here and 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 wreck some shops, wreck shop with yeah. the Forty ers in a year or two. He's fun. Uh, me, Josh would disown me if I don't go with safety. Gervais Owens, he is such a beast. But I wanted to put cornerback, again, I want to mess up his name, Khalif Hallisey, um, out of Western Kentucky. I really, really, really like this kid. Um, so like, I don't know much about this one. It's the Hilltoppers, baby. Uh, Western Kentucky, oh, one of the coolest mascots ever. So, Trainwreck, what's up, Brian? He helped us with a lot of the draft work. He says, Caleb Murphy, Edge from Ferris. I like that guy. Man, I wonder how high he's going to go. Somebody's going to take a shot on Caleb Murphy in the sixth round, I think. Um, yeah, it's, it's interesting, right? Because the cool thing about this exercise that we just did today is we let everybody know that there's some really good depth at every round. So you're naming top edge rushers in the seventh. Usually when you draft the seventh round picks, the sixth or seventh round picks, those are guys that you know are coming in. They're going to be like project-type base players. Some of them may make the team. Some of them may not. They're going to come in here and compete for a spot. What are they going to show the 49ers that's any different than what they already have other than them being young and cheap? But at the end of the day, like, I just feel like what John Lynch said, and we've been talking about it for the past couple of months, there is depth, like, at every position. And it's set up to where the 49ers don't have to move. But we know that the 49ers like guys that they like, and there's a possibility that they might move up. But there's also a small, slim chance of a possibility they'll move back. So it's going to be really interesting to see what happens. Uh, John, do you think we'll take a we'll, we'll end up in the first round somehow on Thursday night? I'm going to say hardcore no. Um, hardcore just no. what it would cost. Second round, I'd say not likely at all. I think if you want to trade up, you're looking at number 75. That's kind of the range I think would be comfortable. One of the things that was most interesting about the John Lynch press conference, nobody talked about this. He admitted they tried to trade up last year. And yeah. and Wayne, we were live together in Vegas. And remember, we were on the clock. You had your draft guy that you wanted. I had my guy that we wanted. And Lynch said we tried to trade up because there were two edge guys there. It was Nick Benito. I, I'll oh, my God, from Penn State. 
No, no, uh, he was OU, but you were the one that was collaborating for Benito, and I know we had. I, I wanted had Benito. You did want Benito. I, I, I should go. Back I wanted Jaquan Brisker from Penn State. That's yeah, who I want. He was gone though. Did he go yeah. already? Well, no, he had went, but that's why I think this year. Like and and I you're right from I remember he was a smaller edge rusher out of uh uh of Oklahoma right yeah and yeah, Lynch said I remember there were now. two edge guys that we liked there and I I, I guarantee you we freaking nailed it I his know production that we was so on point in college he would have been the perfect fit for what we're looking for right now yeah yep you're right it, he you're just right. got drafted a year early right we're talking about speed he was a speed guy on the outside that's why I feel like this year. They got them a Drake Jackson. What does Drake Jackson provide, John? I, I, he, he's an athletic freak, right? So he's the guy that's going to be able to, once he understands football containment on an NFL level, he would be that contained guy out there on the edge. I'm not really looking for high production in sacks, but I'm not looking for these quarterbacks to get outside the pocket when they're trying to run, like Kyler Murray and things like that. He'll keep making sure that those quarterbacks stay right on the inside so those big guys can get them down. But what do you, what are we going to get from Drake that's different than what we've seen in some of these edge rushers in this draft? Yeah, I think I just want Drake on third, second and third downs. Like, you don't put him out NASCAR there first down. Yeah, and with a little bit more, a little bit more than that. I think, like, legitimately, I would love, like, somebody like an Isaiah McGuire, who I think goes in the third round. I really I like, like Isaiah McGuire out of Missouri. He he plays on first downs. Then you bring in Drake Jackson. Like, just, you need that kind of bookend power, you know, defensive end guy on base downs. And I think that he just fits it perfectly. But I really, does Drake really do. Jackson give you the speed you want out there on the edge? And that's the question. Like he's not the, the speed guy, but the bend guy. Yes. He's got the speed, bend. No, but bend. He's got the bend. And it's going to be interesting to see how, how they utilize it. I mean, here's a crazy, here's a crazy scenario, right? How, and then this doesn't make any sense. Only in Wayne Breezy's Madden head. This is the only way it makes sense. Ready? Can you imagine? Getting a speed guy, right? Whoever it is, it could be Yaya, it could be Byron Jones. So on these third and longs, you put him in there. You put Drake on the opposite end as the bend guy. You move Bosa to the inside along with Javon Hargrave where Eric Armstead could take a breather, bro. Is that cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs or is that, that something realistic can happen? You're saying no, I don't know which no you mean. No, I'm saying that is beautiful. Oh, okay. It's a work of art. And Oof. If that I'm telling you right now, this defensive line is so damn good and so deep. It's just missing that one speed guy. It's just missing that one speed guy on both sides. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Gerald, thank you for the contribution. He says third must have wide receiver Jonathan Mingo. If he's there, I take him 100%. The problem is, man, I've seen him go in his, the first round. I've his seen draft him, stocks going up because all the wide receivers that I dislike in this draft. You have to love him because he's actually big. Like he's, yeah, he's the he's protege Six, type two, that you 220, want. 220, 4 speed. Great hands, can block. He, he, he ain't <laughs> going to be there. It, uh, let me ask you this, Wayne. If Jonathan Mingo's there, 99, would you take him? I would. I would. But see, people think I'm crazy because I'll draft a wide receiver. I'll draft a running back. Hell, I'll draft the best fullback at that moment if he was high up in there. But I, I, I'm all about getting the right piece. I think that's what it comes down to. Like, I'm not looking to develop a bunch of guys. I'm just about getting that right piece. If Jonathan Mingo was there, he screams 
49ers. And people will be like, why? We got these receivers. Let me just remind you, Ray Ray McLeod and Jawan Jennings are on the last year of their deals. You get Jonathan Mingo, that's those two guys put together. Like, literally, he gives you the size and he can get open like Ray Ray. Like, literally, that's what you get out of Jonathan Mingo. It's a no brainer. middle name's Andrell. That's cool. Andrell. That's That's cool, cool, man. That's cool. I do have a cool middle name. We were talking names earlier. Lamar is dope, bro. My middle name is pretty fire. My, my fire. middle name is pretty. Sean, he says, <laughs> this episode is great. I want to abbreviate that. Uh, if Purdy does well, you think he breaks the bank salary cap? Um, yeah, I mean, quarterbacks are always going to get paid. Uh, they're always going to get paid. And he is making nothing because he was the last pick. Whoops. So uh, he, he will get paid. DTR doesn't look like much of a passer. He's accurate. But he's kind of a jack-of-all-trades kind of guy. But, man, off the charts up here, experience. Uh, yeah, I like DTR. I really, really do. Yeah, I think the thing you get from DTR is just the fact that he's he's willing to make a football play. And that doesn't necessarily mean a great throw. It just means keeping the drive alive. Uh, and so, like, if, if you go ahead and watch the East Shrine Bowl, if you didn't watch any other games, uh, like the UCLA games, if you just go watch that one game, he got hit a lot. But, man... He's one tough son of a cookie, and he's always trying to make a play. Like, I will give him that. Uh, he doesn't turn the ball over uh, as far as fumbles and things like that, but he's always trying to make a play. And I think with that extension, uh, you know, capability, the uh, ability that he has, I think that helps him get drafted a little bit higher than probably what some people have him going. Yeah, question here from Nick, and this will wrap it up for us. If Mingo is, is it there, the third, are there other wide receivers you like in that range? Just looking at my grades on my War Room draft board that I built, which, again, available to all Patreon members, I have nine wide receivers in the third round, and I have eight wide receivers in the fourth round. That is the – this draft sucks for top-end wide receivers. It's terrible. If you need a slot guy, you're in heaven. You're in but heaven, if you need yeah. an outside physical guy – you're struggling. Um, but, man, there are so many guys in that third to fourth round. But, you so see, that's the guys. thing, though, John. I don't think the 49ers necessarily need an outside strong physical nope. guy. I mean, I think they can get open with the guys that they have on the outsides. The way they utilize Debo is a little bit different. And so I think the slot guy is the guy that they need. If they could get another big slot. And what I did was I put Jawan Jennings and Ray Ray together. So together, if you combine those two that's Jonathan Mingo, like literally, like, you know what I'm saying? So like, I, to me, it's a no brainer because now you get a guy that is an outside guy that could come in and be the third wide receiver at yeah. some point. And then we still got other guys that we're looking to see develop. I know Kenny doesn't want another Ray Ray. He's different than Ray Ray though. He's, he's a lot different than Ray Ray. I, uh, but if you put those two together, he's big, he's physical. He can outstrength the ball from people. He goes down, he comes up, he grabs it. He can run deep routes. He can run across the middle. Like, he's a scary dude. I, yeah. I, per, at person, I trust old Mississippi wide receivers late, as of lately. I'm trusting yeah. him. <laughs> Buck, he says, Hayner over DTR for me. Yes, I've got a fourth on Hayner and a yeah. sixth on DTR. Yeah. Um, and then David says, what are your thoughts on all the S2 cognition scores? One, they're not accurate. Um, I don't mind the S2 test. I listened to a freaking hour and a half show with the S2 creators to try to learn more about it and walked away like they get, oh, it's kind of cool, whatever. But like the scores that are getting leaked, none of them come from S2. So the owners, they signed a confidentiality agreement. They cannot release anything. They can release it to teams that they subscribe to, which they said 16 teams in the NFL have it. The 49ers are one of those. But whenever you see something get leaked, 
that's coming from an agent or a player. And the owners have come out and said all of the scores that have been released, they're not accurate. The ones that are floating around and CJ Stroud making an 18 out of whatever, not accurate. Um, so it's it's lying season and people are just slandering Ohio State quarterbacks. I hate Ohio State, but I hate the way Brady Quinn and Dan Orvlosky, like go after these kids and attack their character and all that stuff. I can't stand that crap, man. Um, shame on them is what I say. I don't know. What, what's your take on all that stuff, Wayne? Man, I, look, some people value tests. I don't, I don't whether they're accurate or inaccurate. It doesn't really matter. Some people look at test scores. To me, it's not all about that. The true test is them getting out there on the football field. Uh, true test is can these players keep their bodies healthy? Are they eating right? Are they sleeping right? Are they not going to go out there and, and make silly mistakes and things like that that's going to jeopardize the team first, themselves as well? So like, though, to me, though, those are the tests that I care about, character, all that type of stuff. Man, as far as their cognitive ability to be able to do certain things, I mean, some people just understand it in football terms opposed yep. to understanding a regular question that's asked to them. So if you ask it in a different way, I'm sure they'll come down with a, with a more high-scoring answer. I don't like tests. I hate tests. I don't think they measure anything in life. They really don't. They just measure how much you can memorize. I'm sorry. Yeah, and, you know, to stick with that, again, back to John Lynch's presser yesterday talking about Frank Gore helping out. Historically, one of the worst scores on the Wonderlick of all time. Um, and Frank Gore is going to be in the Hall of Fame, and he's a hell of a coach, and he's a personality. And I've met and hung out with Frank, and the dude was awesome. Um, and so it, tests aren't always it. So yeah, there it is, Brian. The eye in the sky don't lie. Film first, film second, film last. That's what's up. That's what's Shit, up. Shit, I thought he was talking about the eagle eye at first. Oh. I was like, <laughs> that was a good movie too, by the way. It was a good movie. It's Shia LaBeouf. I, I'm not even yeah. a big fan of that dude, but that was good. No, that movie was good. All right, we we've gotten off the rails, but man, this was fun. Yeah, I, don't, um, I don't, Uncle Salty. I don't think we regressed. We just <laughs> we just went took a wrong turn. You know, well, we got back. We got back. Uh, we did. maybe a little bit. All right, so next time we're gonna be hanging out, Wayne. It's gonna be draft day. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited. So pumped. You guys come join us live. We'll be live for several hours that day. So uh, uh, that's gonna do it for us, Wayne. Take us out of here, my friend. Hey, man, y'all stay up, stay faithful. Till the next time, we'll see you Thursday, baby. Peace. Peace.